Hi, it's Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. This is a review as we go through the Bruce Lee Greatest Hits box set from Criterion Collection. We're up to movie number two, Fist of Fury. I'm not sure which Bruce Lee movie I actually saw first when I was a kid. I think it was this one, but I'm not sure. I mean, I was very young. Matter of fact, this movie didn't even come out in the United States until the day before Bruce Lee passed away in 1973. That's a crying shame. But Fist of Fury, also known as Chinese Connection, that was the way I bought the VHS back in the day. 1972 Hong Kong martial arts film, I will sum up by saying, uh, former student comes home, finds out their master has died, overreacts quite a bit to it, uh, gets them in trouble with the Japanese, them being Chinese, and fights ensue. The movie has been made and remade several times, sequels and whatnot, and there is a great remake. I mean, it is better than this movie uh, with Jet Li called Fist of Legend. If you get a chance to pick that one up, uh, it was out of print for a while on Blu-ray, but I think it's back out now. Fist of Legend is a great version of this movie. This movie is not a bad movie, and it is a hundred times better than The Big Boss, Bruce Lee's debut. Um as I discussed in my podcast review of the first disc and the fact that this box set is just chock full of extras, I watched the two discs of extras before I started watching the movies. And the first movie did have quite a few extras on the disc, as well as a 4K restored transfer and the original mono soundtrack, Cantonese. You can also choose Mandarin. Or I think it, Mandarin was the original in Cantonese. Anyway, um, it has about four different soundtracks for each movie, give or take. So the second movie in his career came out in 1972, was finally released in 1973. He's overacting quite a bit. It's a Golden Harvest production. And if you know anything about martial arts movies, they went on to become probably the biggest producer of martial arts movies to rival the Shaw Brothers. Uh, but this was an early production of Golden Harvest. They greenlighted it for like $100,000. That was its shooting budget. Uh, went on to gross uh, at the time about $100 million, which was unheard of at the time. And that's worldwide and a couple years in release. Uh, by modern standards, it'd be about $600 million if you, they accounted for inflation. So it was a incredibly successful movie compared to the first one and was basically launching his career even before it came out in the U.S. And unfortunately, he was making other movies and passed away and didn't really get to enjoy any of this. So going back to the movie... He plays the student who comes home. Uh, he goes to the, the master's funeral and basically freaks out so bad. It's raining during the funeral. They've already thrown dirt on the casket. He throws his body on the casket and starts clawing at the casket, screaming for his master so bad that they finally hit him in the head with a shovel to knock him out and take him back to the dojo. <laughs> dojo is Japanese, but uh, take him back to the school. And this was the first movie, and watching the extras, uh, it had, the subject had been lightly touched on before, but you know, the Japanese invaded Hong Kong, and it really wasn't put into many movies before this, what actually, or at least the illusions of what actually happened during the occupation of Hong Kong. And the movie to this day is still prided upon by, for that. 
The Jet Li movie and some of the other remakes went further with it, but like I said, this was one of the first movies to actually hit that topic head-on and was quite popular for that. There's a very famous scene in the movie where he wants to go into a particular place. There's a sign-up, no dogs allowed or Chinese, or no dogs or Chinese allowed. And then a, a woman walks in with a dog, and the guy says, you know, she's a foreigner, and he gets into a fight. The... Other than the overacting, which is is par for the time, Bruce Lee is much better in this movie than he was in The Big Boss, and he does a great job. You know, I'm not taking anything away saying that he's overacting. That It's a product of the early 70s and the style of movie he was making, and he does a great job with it. But the reason you watch a Bruce Lee movie, for the most part, is the martial arts scenes, and these are much more realistic. There's a lot less flying through the air <laughs> than there was in The Big Boss because he wasn't the star of The Big Boss. He was one of two guys that was going to be the star by the end of it, depending on how the movie went. You can hear more about that in my first podcast. This one, he was hired to be the star and was basically a superhero in the role. So when he wakes up from being bashed on the head and he finds out, he just doesn't understand why his teacher, who was in perfect physical condition, died. And there is a, uh, it begins a conspiracy theory that maybe he was poisoned and he goes to find evidence and he does find evidence. And I'm sorry about getting into minor spoilers, but this movie came out in 1972, 73. You should have seen it by now. And so through his investigations, he obviously challenges people to fights. And it's, it turns out, you know, the, the Japanese school was sabotaging the Chinese school so they could take over the students in the area and all that kind of stuff. And, Sure, in modern times, you would say that the, the Bruce Lee character goes a bit too far because <laughs> he does kill a few people. Um, but it makes for great dramatic kung fu action. He walks into a Japanese karate dojo and takes everybody on. You know, I mean, you just didn't get that. You got that a little bit, but again, wushu movies before Bruce Lee came along were much more stylized, a lot more flying through the air, um, a lot more magic and things like that. And Bruce Lee was one of the martial artists at the time who was bringing things down to a more grounded reality for the most part. There's still a few things flying through the air, but the fight scenes were a lot more dynamic, uh, a lot better filmed, and he got to do his thing instead of trying to do somebody else's thing in a movie. And that's one of the great reasons to watch this movie. Now, the the first Big Boss also got a 4K restoration. Looked pretty good. I mean, that's a rough-looking movie. It was a low-budget movie at the time, and, and it kind of looks that way. But it's the best it's ever looked, and I said that. This movie looks 100 times better. This almost, at times, looked like a modern film. They have really gone back to the original negative the colors pop like i've never seen matter of fact if you watch some of the extras they show film clips from the before it's been restored <laughs> versions of the movie and it looks positively washed out and terrible um it, it's really a miraculous transfer and looks amazing for a, a, a movie of its age. I'm blowing it up through a 4K player onto an 85-inch uh, Samsung high-end 4K HDR TV, and it, it really does... I, I've talked about this in some of my recent podcasts since we've gotten the TV, is that some Blu-rays I've converted look like Blu-rays, so they don't look that great. But this, because it was a 4K restoration, even though it's a 1080p copy, it looks great blown up. And I cannot wait for Criterion to get into making 4Ks. A lot of, and I have podcasts on this, a lot of the other boutique movie 
real, uh, companies are getting into 4K like Aero video and things like that. So it's time for Criterion because for the last few years, Criterion has been doing 4K restorations on most of the classic films they release. This box set already... I've watched discs of extras and two movies, plus the extras on each one of those discs. It's worth the price of admission already, and I got it during the half-price sale over the summer. But I've still got... There's five total movies plus two extra movies. So there's seven movies and still more extras. And I have a long way to go with these podcasts. So you'll get one every once in a while. But during the month of October, I plan to do as many horror reviews as I possibly can. I don't have too many unwatched horror movies or things waiting in the wings. So I guess I'll have to go back and review some favorites. But thankfully, between getting things out of storage and having a Vudu account, uh, I have digital copies of a lot of horror movies and I will be able to check those out. So that's kind of the plan going forward, but I will continue to revisit this Bruce Lee box set because if you're a fan of martial arts, you're a fan of kung fu movies, or you're a fan of Bruce Lee, this is a must-own. The Criterion Collection, Bruce Lee's Greatest Hits, is an incredible treasure trove of movies and extras and things on the man. I cannot wait to get into, you know... Way of the Dragon, Enter the Dragon. I'm very excited about where this box set is going because each disc has gotten better. Uh, oh, So anyway, uh, Fist of Fury, Chinese Connection, whatever you want to call it. Fist of Fury was the original translation, and it, somehow it became Chinese Connection for a while. And now it's back to Fist of Fury. But like I said, Jet Li made a remake that that is almost, it's not shot for shot, but it's almost situation for situation. And it's it's absolutely wonderful and well-made. This is also... Very, very good. It is much better than The Big Boss and a much better showcase for Bruce Lee, not just his acting, but his martial arts prowess. And that, those things only get better in the movies to come. So I can't wait to get to them. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. There are links to all my projects below. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast and all the others. I'm somewhere around podcast 200, so I'm going to do a podcast about, I don't know, why I Love Music or something like that. Not a review, just kind of a conversation thing so you can get to know a little bit more about me. And it'll be up in podcast form for posterity, so to speak. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Thank you very much. Thank you.